We have arrived. We yep. have arrived. Your samples tomorrow. Kirk Cousins had a good year. Quavo gets cooking. Get fucked. College football in the air. Went down to Columbus, as you know. I uh, was with Nikki Benz and Ray Cash Money. Um, let me tell you, boys, I have a, a pretty stacked college football bucket list. Um, Want to get to an Ohio State-Michigan game. Want to get especially um, one with playoff implications. I want to get to an Iron Bowl, especially if there's playoff implications. Want to get to Death Valley. But let me tell you, down in Columbus this weekend, week one, Irish in town, I don't know that college football gets much better than that. And I didn't really know what to expect. The entire city of Columbus came to play and it was one of the greatest atmospheres I've ever been around. Um, just in general, not just with the college football aspect, but um, it was a tremendous, tremendous weekend. Um, I was in enemy territory um, was getting called every name you could think of wearing my Notre Dame jersey proudly, but um, I loathe anyone that would be in my position and not, you know, rep their team out of fear. Um, I just think it's something that has to be done if you are proud and if you really, you know, stand by your squad. So I wore, I wore my number five Adidas Manti Teo slash Everett Golson 2012 <laughs> Irish jersey with pride. Actually wasn't a great game uh, through and through. Uh, what was great was the Irish were uh, first half money line. The Irish took a half from the greatest football team ever assembled, this Ohio State team. Um, they, were, they are the better team. They came out on top. But you boys um, want to get to week one because there was – a ton of craziness week one. Um, some, some shit we've never seen before. Wanted to get into it more just cause I will, I've been caught up, but I didn't get to see a lot of the games live because I was, you know, breathing it all in, in Columbus. So, uh, let's hear some, some of the, uh, big takeaways. And one last thing is, um, yeah, for all the, for all the splitting gaps, faithful, First time in season two, we got the OG, uh, the OG trio back for college football. Let's this go. Feels, this Let's feels go. right, boys. This feels right. Back in business. We're back. L- what an intro from you, Chucky. Uh, yeah, I mean, I quick jump in here. I've uh, actually been to Columbus before. Um, I wasn't even tailgating really like a football game or anything, but the environment there while a game's going on is pretty, it's pretty elite. And for all you faithful, you know I'm a Michigan fan, so it pains me to say it, but. It's a good time down there. Uh, but, yeah, you definitely missed some action in the first weekend. I mean, uh, what we know for sure, Bama looks great. Um, Texas should be fearing for their lives this weekend. Uh, Georgia looks incredible. Uh, they look better than last year. Setson Bennett actually looked like a Heisman Trophy candidate, not like a pawn QB that they put in. And it was like, well, let's hope this works. And then they're amazing. Uh, Ohio State, not as good as expected, but I give more props to the Irish than to dismantle the Buckeyes. I think Marcus Freeman really had that crew ready to go. And then obviously we know my Michigan Wolverines just rolled. I mean, right there at that four spot, like I had them in the preseason poll. So I'm on it, guys. I'm on it. Yeah, my my main takeaway was just how disrespected Georgia was coming into this season. It's pretty crazy, like, all these uh, preseason rankings get got them at like three, four. And they come out like the reigning national champs saying they don't like they they got to reload and all this lost all their talent. And they come out and beat the whatever, whatever Oregon was 11th team in the country by a million. Like just absolutely fraud. Them. They were frauds, though. I mean, I don't really think I think 17 was so generous. I mean, that was just berserk to me that the national champ. Do we really think Bo Nix was going to? make that much of a difference. I mean, we saw what he did in two years at Auburn against Georgia. Why do we, why do we think it's going to be any different when he's playing with a joke pack 12 school? Yeah. For what was it? Like first drive, just yucks a pick like yeah, right away. <laughs> oh, pick. He's maybe. ridiculous. Uh, what I would like to kind of, this is a team I feel we've kind of jostled with maybe, you know, last year, I feel like we kind of gave him a lot of heat. And now this year, uh, Clemson, 
what are your guys' kind of thoughts there? Uh, I, I remember talking about I want to see Cade. I think it's very reminiscent of the Trevor Lawrence, Kelly Bryant takeover very. we saw. Um, the pieces are there. Clemson is still Clemson. I think we're just starting to realize, like, whoa, Dabo just kind of really needs that elite pocket passer QB that can also deliver, that can also run when he needs to. Yeah, I mean, it does. That game was, for the majority of it, eerily, eerily reminiscent of last year's Clemson team. And every every bit of news that was coming out, um, obviously when you see a – Clemson team that should be a top five team, top three team all season that isn't playing like a top three, top five team all season. You're, you ask, you pose the question, what's going wrong? And it's easiest to throw it on DJ. Obviously he had a very, very subpar season last year. Um, Especially it was weird because he came out his first start in that game against Notre Dame in this massive game in South Bend and looked like he was next up to be the next great Clemson quarterback, you know, five-star he's massive built like Cam Newton. And Mm -hmm. he basically did all he could to win that game. And he comes out and, and kind of lays a dud last year. Now things get very interesting with Cade waiting in the shadows. And I know they gave him a couple, they gave him a couple looks there and he looked looked good. good. He looked looked pretty pretty damn damn good. good, but I do think that in the ACC, a Clemson team that's that might struggle on offense. I mean, the one thing you—it's lo- easy to get on the offense and kind of you know shit on the offense when they're when they're struggling to move the ball like they did. But at the end of the day, I'm watching NFL athletes flying around on defense, where I don't care what offense was on the field there this Clemson defense can take them to an undefeated season in the ACC, I think still, which makes we'll me see wonder. what Sam Hartman has to say about that, <laughs> which He's makes back. me wonder if they start, you know, winning games where it's clear that this defense is just carrying and, you know, it's not really DJ going out where, okay, this performance, he can't have this performance against a Georgia or an Ohio state and win, is that where down the stretch you start seeing Dabo kind of, you know, sweating a little, we might have to put in our, uh, our true freshman five-star. So uh, I think it's a lot, it's a lot the same, except you put in one of the top recruits who um, is just waiting for a shot. And I, I think odds, odds are he gets it this year. I agree. I think, I mean, watching that game Clemson, it did remind me of last year's team, but DJ, you had a couple of, solid throws that were would have gone for touchdowns or even just long completions that the wideouts were dropping. Like in the last Very whatever true. six six years of that Dabo era, it's always reminiscent of these insane wideouts that they have. And I don't think this team has that. Or I don't think they had it really last year either. You know what I mean? Where all these like there were all these great quarterbacks, but you got like uh no Big Ray Mike Ray Williams McLeod in that like in the BMW. going up and and just mossing everybody on the field and all these different guys. So that should be interesting for them, uh, for them going forward. Also, another point I wanted to make too, was there that DN KJ Henry, he had like what he, he hit the quarterback's arm on the first pass of the game for the pick had a forced fumble, like a sack and a half. He, he looked like chase young out there, like uh Colin Farrell, I guess from years past. So <laughs> if he uh, continues like that, like you were saying, Chuck, they're going to, they're going to be on the, on in the game with anybody in the country for sure. And that's, that's the other weird thing about DJ is like, you'll see, especially you, there's really no more just kind of humbling thing as a fan to see when you love shitting on a quarterback than seeing like the back angle when they show the, the back camera and you're seeing DJ who's, you know, really it's like, ah, oh, this guy, he's not it. And then they show the back angle of him, you know, on a five-step drop throwing from the far hash yeah and it's like three it's like three seconds making a 50 yard throw from the from the far hash to pass the numbers right on the button off a guy's break you know and it's like well that's an nfl throw so what is it about him the one the thing that was interesting i think in this development was 
him being much more, um, much more available, putting his head down and running because you have a solid O line, solid running back group. If he's, if he's willing to just kind of play like a Jordan Lynch and, you know, make some throws, but fall forward for some first downs. I mean, their offense is going to be fine playing against much of the ACC. I think it's just whether or not you want to give, you know, K the go, you know, if you want to see if, if he can be a top five quarterback in the country, which I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but it's entirely possible. I I think it's going to have to be one of those things where you see it and it's like going to happen. Like Justin Fields, if he were to like take over for from like just a better guy for like knows the system. Okay, he's doing everything DJ is, but he's going to do it this much better. That that's to me what Lawrence and Kelly Bryant was. So yeah, I know it's 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 interesting. Uh, Clemson, I think, like you said, though, will run away with the with the with the ACC. Their defense is too good. Uh, but Sam Hartman. He's back. He could give him some problems. That I mean, could be an I'm interesting a, game. I'm all aboard the wake train, and you know it. I my heart was broken when Sam Hartman was injured, but now he's fine. And they're 23rd in the country, and they got North Carolina State in front of them, and Pittsburgh, and Miami, and Clemson. And look out! Here comes the wake train. Yeah, um, he is a he's a game changer. Like. Uh, I always thought he was some douche um, could not have come off as more of a douche in QB one. Um, I don't know if you, if you saw him on that, I just hated mm-hmm. the kid uh, the few episodes I watched what his season, but the kid can play and he's tough. We saw it last year when wake was shattering expectations um, and winning some big games. So um, I know he's your boy and I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, because I mean, when you look around the ACC, him he might be the biggest threat to taking down a Clemson. Like if he puts up yeah. a Heisman type performance, which I mean, he had a couple of them last year where he is just tossing the ball around the yard. Where he's, I mean, the the, the game's got to be so slow play from behind. Him. You know, he's played like six years behind center. I mean, it's got to be like you can notice. Well, you know when that team in college basketball has got that savvy fifth-year grad transfer point guard? And the game's got to be so slow for him. He's diamond it all over right, the like place. Like Cassius Winston is out yeah, it's, there. It's and like, he's just yeah, some t- pudgy t- kid. And like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, no of, of course it's he's looking good out there. It's because he's had four years to get he's better. seen it there. all. So, yeah, yeah I I wanted to make one point. You were saying he was on QB one. Imagine like big league and kids. Cause you're going to play football at wake forest. Like that's <laughs> you're, you're just shitting on. Well, like that was kind of the storyline was like, he transferred to this school with almost no football prowess whatsoever. And so he was like the big man on campus, even though it was some little dipshit high school <laughs> and he's playing with all these puds and, you know, getting frustrated because you know, guys aren't making the break and he's putting the ball there. And it was just like, dude, chill out. You know, like I, I mean, kudos to him for proving me wrong. Cause I thought he was some sack yeah. of shit and you don't know anything. a very good college quarterback, but a um, couple other things around the country. I did want to just get this out um, because as kind of a thought on just what I saw in Columbus, um, Jackson mid and Jigba, um, I think I'm going to call him from now on, um, take out the scare, put in mid, um, soft, soft. No, I, I joke, I joke, but I don't know, Marty, I'll, I'll inquire on the other ND fan here. I could have never envisioned starting off a season. Owen one and feeling this good about it. And it came, it comes in Marcus Freeman's first year. We're Owen one. And even in years past, if we were to play a team of Ohio State's caliber in week one, I'd be pissed if we lost. And I was fucking pissed because, I mean, we outplayed him for a half. And I, th- I, think, if, uh, I think if Ian Book stayed for his sixth year, I think we win that game. Um, not that Buckner was terrible. I think 
uh, some of our guys that should have played better. That's actually like, a great take. Like our like our O line, Jarrett Patterson ended up not playing. Our O line got bullied, and I thought that's where we'd have the advantage. So couldn't couldn't take it to put it on Buckner. We had walk on wide receivers, you know, playing their hearts out as much as they could. Couldn't get much going. Kudos to kudos to Ohio State and their defense. They looked they looked very good, and I think they will rampage the uh, much of the Big Ten this year defensively. Um, and obviously their offense is they, they're going to be winning games in the big 10 by 50, but um, yeah, I yeah. feel good. I feel good at one and, or at and one. I don't know. I think, yeah. And Andy's going to be fine. Like wh- that was the point I made on our, like we'll have a good year. Pre- I'm fine with preseason that. We're breakdown for, for Notre Dame was that this team probably wasn't going to be it. You know what I mean? But it looks, you can see there's, there's a lot of good signs of what's coming. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. That should and be it's a build. Like we've almost established, a, like this program is building. We're gonna put two or three top five, top seven classes together, and then we'll have CJ Carr, who is the five star quarterback. And if he is plays like a five star in 2024, 2025, maybe we have that. I think we'll have our best chance where maybe that team yeah. where you have the depth of these four stars like the Georgias and Clemson's of old that we haven't put those classes together. I think we'll have that. And that's when we will actually be able to, because even when we've been very good for the most part, we need a lot of help to have won one of these national championships, but um, it's not just about the players though, dude. I I mean, I I feel like there's an intensity with Freeman and I I think that he's better for the culture of Notre Dame. Or I think you know you start those kids. You, you have belief in asses off, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I was kind of laughing honestly when I saw his press conference, and he was like, "Oh, what's the spread? Like, oh, 17. I'm gonna write that down." I'm like, "Okay, like Notre Dame's of like pass. Like what? Like picture Brian Kelly saying that before the state cha- or the say before the national championship before you got like throttled. You know, like that's like what I envision. Like oh, like the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. I mean, Brian Kelly." I think I would send that. He would send that bookmaker up on a uh, on a on a ladder up in eighty mile an hour hurricane wind. I think I've just been associating Brian Kelly with Notre Dame for too long, and I think you guys have gotten rid of this because it looked like LSU looked like Notre Dame this weekend. They. Wow! Yeah, (laughs) well, literally, like that's a game Notre Dame. He's a stain. That's a game Notre Dame would lose to Florida State five years or something. Yeah. Notre Dame was a good football team, but there was, I agree, just a stink around the program with Kelly and just, just how they're perceived too. Like, I feel like Marcus the kids Freeman were playing against Brian Kelly guy, at too. Notre Dame. Yeah. And Ke- Kelly's a prick. So it's like, you got a prick who's a pretty good football coach, but like, like you said, there's all these things that come with it that we've seen for years. So I love that he brought know. his stink out to the SEC where he will just get, torched way harder yeah. than he ever yeah. I, I saw yeah. someone on barstool i can't remember who it was but he was saying like oh you went to hell he, he went from the safest job in america <laughs> to one that will actually want him out in three weeks yeah i mean or, dude, or I, like I, yeah I like one yeah. week <laughs> yeah i <laughs> like, mean they're calling some, i, I think notre dame's already. a top team this year i'm honestly really excited for the notre dame usc game i could really um, see this year turning into the year where yeah, maybe we go 10 and two or nine and three. We get into a bowl game in one of these games we've traditionally lost under Kelly. Doesn't mean anything. It's not for the natty, but I think that's where we win it. And it's like, all right, Marcus Freeman already has more, you know, of the uh, New Year's Meaning, six. Or yeah. like, Dude, right, I think have they one. got a shot. I think they're better than if they play how they played against they Ohio got, State they at home Clemson against Clemson, they're going to win. Yeah. If they play how they played at Ohio State, at USC, and their defense plays that good, and USC, so the USC's offense can't get that hot, they'll win that game. I think 10-2 and two is a great call. I yeah. think 10-2, and two, this could be a hot take, I think 10-2 and two is the floor for Notre Dame this year. I really do. Yeah, with the, they, think, they even got to play BYU, who's a who's a good ranked team this year at BYU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's definitely the Clemson game. I just a t- my takeaway from USC so far was yeah they they throttled Rice, but like there's they're 
like I said, with the stink with Brian Kelly, there's been a stinker on USC's program for the last, what, 10 years, maybe? Where That's because Pete Carroll left. Kids are so got those. I don't care what it is. All, all those kids on USC are just so damn entitled and just soft. So, like, Hollywood. if a team come in, comes in and fucking yeah. road grades the shit out of them, they're going to not know what to do, run away. They're going to lay down and die. Like, you know, they're going to be yeah, like, fuck exactly. this. I'm no longer and bought start in. Turning, draft start, stock, turning, draft start turning on each other. Exactly. That's that. That's Elfin. the okay. USC that, that we kind of have seen in the last 10 years. Yeah, so. that's post Pete Carroll. I think yeah, once you sure. get the t- winning cures all. Oh, yeah. And I think they have a great football coach in play. And when you get the Hollywood and you get the offense and the flashy plays and the flashy bling and the coach who's flashy, I mean, look out. Look no, out sure. because you're not stopping them. You That's really what are. they were with Pete Carroll, you know? Yeah. I mean, Snoop Doggy I mean, Dog breaking, a, breaking down their huddles and shit. Pete Carroll, you literally used to call up recruits and say, hey, this is Hollywood calling. Like, <laughs> I mean, how do you say no to that? So there's yeah. two. Yeah. What, what Mark? I was going to say, like, which program is a worse moral compass, USC or Miami? Just two. <laughs> I don't <best>. know. <laughs> Each coast has to have the just morally depraved squad. But um, there's two, two games I want to talk about, one of which was a scoregami and was one of the most incredible – so you could pull some of the most incredible stats of all time from the other one similar. Let me just, I know we have some, some Hawkeye fans that tune into this. So can we just stop and think that with, there was a, it was almost a five to three final in Iowa last weekend against South Dakota state. It was almost a five to three final, which I would have fucking loved. Five to fucking three and seven to three. I look at the score in the morning. I'm looking over and my buddy, he's like, dude, I won seven to three. I'm like, oh, they got like a, a touchdown. You know what I mean? And I look, it was three or it was three to three at half. Iowa squeaks out two safeties in the second half. It was a five, three game for about 20 minutes. <laughs> I guess the FCF school, but what, what was Iowa doing? Well, yeah. I, I don't understand how you're not – I mean, I'm all for, like, if an FCS team is, like, making you work and maybe we're, like, in a 14-10 game. You didn't find the end zone once? Your kicker found – kicked <laughs> one field goal? I mean, what? For a, for well, a defending if, Big Ten West champion. Yeah. I mean, they, for, they were like, in the Big think, Ten championship. <laughs> a, a typical fucking football team would have – even like a game script, like 10 plays where you know these plays are going to work because that's what you fucking game. You play. accidentally and score 14 points. Like yeah. you have yeah. you. Yeah, you can easily drive into fucking field goal range at least a couple of times what's, with plays that, that you don't work name? against that defense. He was uh, probably Ferenc. just lost. Ferenc. Yeah, Ferenc. he was probably <laughs> pulling out like plays like circled, like <laughs> reserved for much needed game against like Michigan <laughs> and he's like going into that playbook like I give me seven against South Dakota State the tweets the tweets like y'all y'all really made the kids in the hospital watch this shit <laughs> like, yeah that was that was uh, just man. terrible but uh I we don't I mean spe- the fact that they can't get a better fucking quarterback in there with an Iowa program that is a top 15 pro- – it's been a top 15 program in the country for the last decade or so, I'd say. Um, they always, they're always good. They always play good teams tough, and they're a very respectable they play good program. At night. And they can't get a fucking quarterback in there that can that can score a fucking touchdown against Sandy, South Dakota fucking state? No matter – I unless – okay, unless South Dakota state goes – you know, 11 and 0 in the next three months <laughs> and holds their opponents to an average of, you know, 3.5 points a game, then, you know, okay, shoot me. But I don't think that's going to happen. You also, you also have it's to crazy. think of the, uh, the, the Dakota effect because didn't Iowa lose to North Dakota State like six years ago or something? Ooh, or maybe. I swear, is North Dakota State the really good uh, FCS school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, they beat Iowa. I swear to God, like <laughs> like at Iowa or something ridiculous like six years it. ago. Well, North Dakota State's good. I mean, look at the quarterbacks they've been pumping out. I mean, they all get drafted. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like you, Trey you Lance, you, Jordan Love, Carson Wentz. I mean, those are you, good. You, how can you forget about Easton Stick? Oh, yeah. Easton Stick. <laughs> 23-22, March, September 17, 2016. Cam Peterson, yeah. game-winning 37 six, six years ago. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, right you're on it. Wow. What a squad. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the Dakota effect against Iowa. They're, are they neighboring states? I feel like they are. Are they neighboring states? I, I think so. Uh, South I think Dakota, they, North Dakota. Oh no, no, never mind. There's, <laughs> yes. there, there's a, a Minnesota right in the way there, but or whatever it is. You're pretty good at geography. Um, so the other we, I, no, we, I we won't I get meant. this. We won't get this Iowa um stink all over us, even though Spencer Petrus. Uh, I don't. No, think Iowa does touch South Dakota. That's what I thought. It, oh yeah, I, look, yeah, I got not North Dakota. Yeah. Oh, okay. you're talking about South Dakota. Okay. Yeah. So I, this uh, was clearly an inner. This was clearly a state. This uh, is a football podcast, not a geography podcast. This was yeah. This was <laughs> clearly off. some uh yeah some beef that hasn't been settled. Did they meet like at like Sioux Falls or something? <laughs> Sioux Falls. They're, they're, they're Sioux like Falls. they're like looking at each other from the state border, like yeah. just like flicking each other off before the game. Just on the other side of the hospital. Um. No, yeah, but Spencer Petrus, I don't think, could have won me my turkey bowl this year. Um, but let's get into the other game, the much more exciting game. The game that sc- saw a team score 40 points in the fourth ca- quarter and lose. App State versus I- UNC. That game was, to say the least, remarkable. Yeah, I mean, just electric. That's what you want on a week one. I, I can't yeah. wait to take App State against... Texas A&M with the points this week too. I, I can't wait. I had um I had North Carolina money line boosted to like plus two hundred. <laughs> so I had been watching that whole game with a rooting interest and just was an absolute circus of a game because they North Carolina went down twenty one to seven in like the at the end of the mm-hmm. first quarter. I'm like, oh my god! Like right away, like we're screwed. Like App State, I think had the ball too to go up again, but I, I ended up punting or something, and then proceeded to rip off about like 40 straight or whatever they did. And so after they missed that two point conversion where Bryce and Trace Bryce isn't even a good quarterback. He threw for like 400 yards. <laughs> Fucking he's a, he's a power five reject and, and absolutely yeah. torched North Carolina. And so at that point, after they got or missed the two point conversion, I'm like, Oh, this game's over. Like we were leaving um, a bar to walk to another bar. And Classic. All of a sudden, like it comes up on the screen because it wasn't on there. I'm like, oh, it must have ended. Like I knew, I knew that hit. Just the the ending. I the guy s- s- grabbed Bryce from getting in from like a half inch away. I'm like, oh, my, how do they score again? Holy shit! So the great thing about week one, also Beach, is you got to wait a little bit to find out what's the fluke and what's not. You know what I mean? So yeah. We'll know very quickly if this UNC defense, which I they have, they played week zero, so we will have yeah, to they, wait they a little bit. They gave, up 20, is, they gave up twenty-eight points to like Florida Atlantic or something. Yeah, Florida A and M or I think A and M. Yeah, um, like, but one of the worst teams ever. I think you know after this week we'll know for sure if North Carolina has the worst defense of all time, and we'll also mm-hmm. know if this App State if, if App State puts up. 21, 24, 20, 20, literally fucking more than three scores against AM. We'll know that this App State team, which kudos to them for playing a fucking absurd schedule to start, dude. Yeah. Fucking sweet. But I need to stop saying kudos. I don't know where that came from. I've said kudos. Like four times. But uh hey, you know who doesn't yeah. get any kudos? Hmm. Fraud you, Utah, and this Cameron <laughs> Rising guy that everyone talks up. I mean. Florida, I didn't know lick about Florida. Billy Napier, all right, new era. I've heard it a million times. Like, I mean, aren't they on, like, their third new era since Urban Meyer or some shit? Who is this quarterback? He comes out, he's looking like Houdini out there. (laughs) And then I'm thinking, like, okay, fine. Like, who do I trust, right? The quarterback who everyone's talking about. You know, the guy who can who's make can make all the throws. You know, he made <laughs> Ohio State's defense look like junk last year in the Rose Bowl. And he throws a pick on the goal line. I mean, what was that? That was his moment. Utah, done. They're canceled. I mean, you think that team's beating USC? No fucking way. 
they might not, they might, they honestly might lose four games. I was so unimpressed. I don't even think Florida was that impressive. I was so unimpressed with Utah. That's going to be the big argument too. I think for like what I was just saying with you, you week, week two tells a lot. It, it, it either validates or shits on week one was, is Florida, you know, cause everyone loves Anthony Richardson. No. He looks like the next, the next fucking, beast I don't, out of I'm Florida. not buying it. Cam is, Newton. Right. And obviously he made some incredible plays, but it's like, if Utah goes and drops another game and doesn't look good, hey, it's like, I oh, saw well, the most that's, that's why. Oh, they said that they were like, we haven't seen a guy like this since Cam Newton and Vince Young. I'm like, what national champion Heisman winning quarterbacks out of this guy <laughs> from Florida after a three point win in the swamp against fraud. You No, I let's, let's see how they do at home against Kentucky this weekend. That's a tough team. They got to go to Knoxville two weeks after that. I think I'm, I'm going to bet Kentucky. I think. Personally. Yeah. I mean, they got to play. I, <laughs> There's going to be so I, many people on Florida. It's not even funny. I yeah. honestly am hoping but, my new dream actually is that they are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and zero, oh, and then they stroll into uh, Atlanta for the Florida Georgia game and the spreads this tight. And then I just pound Georgia oh, because yeah. that'll be their breaking point early. They're going to have a breaking point. I will. One takeaway though, just from the weekend in general is there were two, I mean, Richardson and then KJ Jefferson from Arkansas both started last year and were both like not the greatest. So there was like a lot of questions coming into the season and both had very solid wins week one. You know what I mean? Beating Utah and then KJ Jefferson beat uh, Cincinnati. So I think that's, yeah. that's impressive for those two guys to get, get off the schneid kind of to start. And it'll be interesting to see if they could keep it going, but I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, who is Arkansas wait, looked who, pretty good. Uh, yeah, Arkansas did look pretty good. Um, the, I think them in, in Florida and like Ole Miss and Kentucky, basically every – there's a good tier two in the SEC this year. I think there's a lot more than there maybe have been who have actually been considured good. But like, I'm even going to put Texas A&M at, I would, at that I tier two. I would throw two. Mississippi State in there too. With Will Rogers and Mike yeah. Leach, they could fucking score a million points. They're they're all there though, because I, I, the way I look at it is, Bama and Georgia aren't going to lose to any of those teams. Texas A and M will probably lose to some of those teams. Florida will lose to some of those teams. Arkansas will. Kentucky will. Ole Miss will. Mississippi State will. Tennessee yeah, will. But they're, Beach, there's almost almost every year one of those teams in the second tier at least gives an immense scare down in Alabama or a Georgia. Yeah. I mean, Bo Wallace. We'll see a scare. Bo Wallace took down Bama twice, and he was dog We'll shit. see a scare. We'll see. I, it's just I who, can, I who can has see the best right chance as of in that tier of beating either Georgia or Alabama, assuming they are the two best teams in the country. Dude, I can yeah. see Texas A&M losing to Mississippi State right now. I'm going to take that underdog when it comes. We talked if about they, if that they even two play, weeks ago. If they even play this year. They that's do because I, yeah, I was that's, shouting that's, that's at Ray. Be a loss. I, I was like, "That's a loss for sure." <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> Pencil it in. I can't wait. Uh, wrapping up, kind of just some Power Five talk. Uh, Big Twelve. I remember I kind of talked about how I felt like they had four really good teams this year. Uh, Dylan Gabriel impressed me. Oklahoma, especially, they look more complete. Under Brent Venables, maybe it's his first game to me, but it seems like they have a more complete feel it's rather than they this play run defense. and shoot. The defense yeah. will yeah, – there'll exactly. be 11 guys trotting out on the defensive side of the ball with Brent. So that's good. Uh, Baylor looks solid. Oklahoma State, solid. Uh, Texas still not ranked, but they got a test this weekend. So maybe they can uh, probably not win, but uh, they got McConaughey, so anything's possible. What's the, what's the, best, what's the best case scenario – realistically do you think for texas 10 points 10 point game no oh 10 point game i thought you were saying i would say i would say if it's if it's um a less than 10 point game in the third quarter or like they're like you could or say to yourself that they were in the game in the third quarter and like say something breaks doesn't break their way and they get blown out in the fourth 
because they're going to lose this game for sure. But yeah. I can see them like I could kind of see them down because the spread's like 21. I could see them down like 14 at half. And then like Bama's like getting the ball. So you kind of think they're out of it. But then they get like a stop and like a field goal. So it's like, oh, maybe they got it a little bit. Here they go. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it's just and they just get stepped on. They do have yeah. so kind of cold bring up. I think they'll be able to taste it. You bring up a great point, though. Um, there's only one Matt McConaughey in this world, and mm-hmm. Texas has got him. I mean, there is uh, there's two clips that I just love more than just about anything I've ever seen on the internet. The one is of him with the entire you know burnt burnt orange suit on at a t- on the sideline like he's the coach of the Texas basketball team, and the bench looks depleted. And they look out of it, and he turns about just 45 degrees to the left and starts giving them, you know, like get up. And before his arm even fully raised, that whole bench was up and yeah. going. He's got the I don't, juice. I don't have to check. They won that game. But uh, <laughs> uh, the other one is the uh, let it rip. Let it fucking rip. Talking to Texas ahead of the uh, <laughs> the Labor Day game again when they played the home and home with the Irish. Um and who oh, that was a good that one. swoops kid scored to yeah. fucking beat what, us. What do they call him? Eighteen wheeler or something? Or <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> I that remember was all the McConaughey my game. They won that game. Oh. So if McConaughey, if I start seeing a lot of McConaughey UT action in the next, really, I guess in the next day and a half, um, I might start getting some belief in Texas. They're gonna get fucking blown out. But um, I would say I would I say if that's you're why so he's been about Texas. Take him first half. Like you were like I could see him maybe squeaking squeaking out a close well, a little in the Irish first half, playing like, a little like the Irish maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah, to cover I mean, whatever their first half spread is. I think it's twenty. Uh, I don't know what first half is. I'm sure it's probably ten. If it's twenty one, it's probably ten. Yeah, but um, but yeah, good week of college football. Uh, I I always feel like. I'm so juiced after Labor Day weekend for it. Like, oh, we're back and stuff. But then for the most part, there's like not really any good games week two. I mean, there's some, don't get me wrong, but you're just that slate looked incredible. Like you're appetizing for for a five course meal. Like, I, I mean, I sent this to you guys, like seeing this Georgia team who just decapitated and defecated on Oregon's head this past weekend. They go yeah. play. They go play a team, Sanford. That those kids have got to be shitting that's, their fucking I mean, pants. That's, that's inappropriate. Dangerous. It's dangerous. It's I, inappropriate. I, I get. Frankly, I well, I fr- frankly, I don't. I don't get it because it's it's there are be there are more adequate shit teams that you can pick on that have kids that won't die out there. And can I, I have a spread on this, that? I haven't. There's none. There's no. I don't think. I don't even think there's, they're doing a spread. If yeah, uh, I, maybe they will. But I, over on yeah. over under life threatening injuries sustained by Sanford this weekend. Like, I mean, it's just you know we've all played. Uh, you know, even if it was middle school football, where a team comes in and you're like, "What the fuck am I up against?" Like, you got a full line of stripers and all these kids. And I remember we'd have 16 fucking guys on our sideline coming up against this team with they're yelling power, power team, speed team. They got a speed team and a fucking power team out here. And I'm like, dude, we like these kids, we got kids breaking their arms, broken arm, broken wrist, left, left and right. Like I'm going to pray for these kids because that is going to be seriously oh, dangerous here's a good one we have actually i did want to get your opinion on this byu baylor byu is favored by three at home um i kind of like the bears it's a good game yeah i don't i don't know i yeah i, probably, I feel like they're similar yeah, that's, teams that's that's pretty good value on baylor at plus money because that's Probably I mean that's up, the you know what I mean? reigning Big Ten champion or Big Twelve champions right there. I'm getting that plus one thirty-five. Is, B- at is BYU in the Big Twelve now, or is that like no? They're like independent. Yeah, they're, they're independent next year. So. They're independent right now. I don't know if they've okay. signed anything. Yeah, no, they're, they're ranked. 20, they're oh, ranked twenty-first like in the country. I like I Baylor they, a lot. Yeah, I'll have to look into it more. That's yeah, that's gonna be a great game. There's, I mean. 
if you're if you're spreading money all over the board, there a lot of these games are going to be fun to watch. Like even, even if you have no like, yeah, there's there's going to be plenty. Even uh, if there's no, like, Iowa's favored by three and a half over. That's Iowa That's an State. interesting game because I, I think yeah, I can't believe Iowa is favored after that showing. I don't even know anything about Iowa State. I already love is them Brock Purdy still there? No way, right? He can't be. He can't be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like impossible. Yeah. Uh, Houston yeah. plays Texas Tech too. They're another one of those teams. That's I'm going to take the I'm Big probably going to take the over. I'm going to take the over in that. I think. I kind of like. Uh, I'm kind of wait. What about a Houston Iowa State underdog and, parlay? Uh, and yeah, I love me an underdog parlay. And then Baylor parlay. What What does this look like? Hold on. I don't know. You're probably getting like plus a thousand. I think that might be my parlay play of the of the week right there. Write that down, everyone listening. Um, if you want to pay your rent, if you want to buy a new PS5, if you whatever you want out of life, you make this underdog parlay. And I think we're going to be cooking with gas. I do. Brock I Purdy even like not Pittsburgh still with the Cyclones. He can't. Okay. Yeah, good. I would have. He played against Notre Dame in like 2015. That's that's an exaggeration, but that kid is about 29 years old. He is so old, I actually would have called Child Protective Services if he was still there. Kellen Mond. Got, I felt like Kellen uh, Mond was at school for about seven years, and then I see he's, he's like 23. <laughs> like, okay, Mart, I, Mart, I it's, I'm tweaking. It's, plus, uh, it's almost plus 1,300. Wow. That parlay. That's interesting. So a lot of juice. A lot of jukes. Um, so that's your bet. I would say my bet. I like Penn State at home to cover against Ohio. Yeah, that's a Mac Penn team. A team. I saw something like James Franklin uh, has covered his last like five home openers or something, and I guess this Ohio team got absolutely torched through the air by some like bum-ass quarterback from I don't even know what school it was and. No matter how much you hate Sean Clifford, he's still going to be better than whoever that kid is. So I think they're going to run it up. We'll see. Yeah, I, I've i been, for whatever reason, liking the Vols against Pittsburgh this week. They're a touchdown favorite. Um, I feel like Pitt's really not that good. And I think they're still riding a little hype train from last year. They're down their two best players, obviously, and they still got a decent squad around them. But I feel like Tennessee is pretty decent. And I think Tennessee wins this game by two touchdowns. Um, not that it's some um, insane showing where every Tennessee fucking hardo is, you know, we're back. Oh, let's go Vols. Like, I don't think it's going to be like that, but I think they cover this game. Uh, I think they run it up. I think they put up some points on Pitt. The other game I was loving. Is um, that in Neyland? Neyland Stadium? Tennessee's. I have no I believe, idea. I think so. Well, it's uh, got to be if they're if they're six and a half point favorites, it's got to be at home. No, it's at Pittsburgh. Wow. What? Oh, so Vegas the... Vegas sees that nine. as like a as like a ten, nine or ten point favorite. On... Wow. I still you like know, I think I like Pitt now. I like Pitt. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I like Pitt spread. I think Tennessee wins the football game, but I think I like Pitt spread. The other game, and wow. I know we talked about this one, Beach, but um, I think Arkansas sends a message against South Carolina this week and covers the nine. Yeah, dude, um, I saw. I I, I could see it. That, I think they cover though, dude. South Carolina, fucking. There's um, a lot of points for a game like this. They, I mean, 10 Georgia points, State. Georgia State was winning that game against South Carolina in the third quarter, and South Carolina blocked two punts for touchdowns to end up winning by 21. So, dude, Spencer Rattler they got grit. Like Look like absolute dog shit. I That's the other thing. See, I will bet I against see Spencer Arkansas Rattler with every doors off of South every Carolina. fiber of my being. I will bet against Spencer Rattler. I fucking love it. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good play. I'll probably tail. Not too shabby. And Marty, I mean Marty Ryan. Um, we haven't divulged this, but and I'm knocking on wood. Marty Ryan's on a fucking heater right now. Ooh, Four, fourteen and three betting college football right now. So. After week Whoa. zero, week one. So we'll, 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 can fade. We'll, <laughs> confirm, <laughs> we'll confirm these picks. Um, did we all give two plays? I, my second play was, was Auburn. I had Penn State, and then I like Auburn to cover against San Jose State. It's another big number. They're both; Those are both 
big number of plays, but they're, San Jose State's offensive line is a joke, and Auburn's got some horses, so they're going to fuck. I don't think San Jose State scores. It's going to be mm-hmm. – it'll be a blowout. That's what I got. I like it. I, I just like those three guys I put in that pay-your-rent parlay. <laughs> uh, Iowa's not showing up, so go Iowa State. I like Baylor. They're just a better football team, I think. And then who was my third? Shoot. Houston. Houston, yeah. I like Houston a lot, actually. Uh, I think they play the same style of ball game as the Big 12. And it's not like they're playing like an Oklahoma or, a you know, like one of the top tier teams we've seen in the past that it's like a top four team in football. You know, they're, yeah. they're playing Texas Tech. Like, let's, let's I can be real. See, I mean, I, I almost see that. Yeah. That's probably good value. So Houston, that, yeah. that game could literally go either way. So that'll be I fun gave I gave you the Vols. I gave you Arkansas, and I like getting a little weird. I'm not gonna lie, boys. I like the team totals. That's where I've made my money traditionally. Team and totals. Beach, you just touched on it. Iowa State is sitting at 18 points for their team total. I think this Iowa defense. I think they get caught up with. I think their defense is very good. But I think they're I think the entire program is feeling like the little, you know, redheaded stepchild right now because of that just abysmal showing on Saturday. And I think they uh, I think they get shocked here. Um, Not not saying they lose this game because it would be hard for it literally would be impossible. I think I think physically impossible for Spencer Petras to have a lower QBR. He had a one point one. So everyone in this in the in this podcast and everyone listening could have had the same QBR as Spencer Petrus um, or within a point. So um, I think, you know, even knowing that, even having Petrus giving the ball away, you know, that giving the ball away leads to points. I think Iowa state, I think they score three touchdowns. I like over 18. So that's my, that's my little, uh, that's my little kind of weirdo play. Um, but I'm I like ride it. it. I'm a ride it. Anything else on week one? No, that was That's it. That's right for me. Yeah, looking forward to Saturday already. Yeah, and you know too. what I'm looking forward to, even in the shorter term, in about um, in about 13 minutes, we got NFL football, boys. Yes, sir. Let's go. Minutes. Yeah, let's let's go Rams, baby. Yeah, I got the Rams in this one. That's what I was going to ask. Who you guys got? I dude, I I literally have no no feeling it's, on this it's, game it's, it's essentially a pick 'em too. Again, it could yeah. really go. I, I just think the Bills are getting too much hype. I mean, everyone and their mothers got them winning the Super Bowl. I'm like, what is it? Because they were close the past two years. For newsflash, they were about as close as you can get four years in a row. They lost the Super Bowl. I mean, they're they're known for getting close. Yeah. I, hey, guess what I did? I was excited to do this tonight because guess what I did a Google for? I was trying to remember if it was this past season, like this past January against the Chiefs or the January before where Stefan Diggs watched the other team celebrate. So I didn't know if this was like his revenge season after staring at the celebration. You know, he's on celebration watch, so – that that's kind of a big thing, but it was two years ago. Right. So he's already had he was that. on one of our graphics. So. That was on that was on one of yeah. our episode graphics. But honestly, though, shout out the NFL for always giving us a fucking banger Thursday night kickoff, dude. Yeah. Like this is about yeah. this is about as good a matchup as champ you can every have. year. It makes yeah. you think it's like so awesome to like wow, Thursdays for the next you know, 16 weeks and then <laughs> exactly like, they load it. Oh, they then, front load it. Oh, yeah, so we're going to have uh yeah, we're going to have actually Jacksonville and Washington next week. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville and Washington. They try to get Jacksonville in there as much as possible. I feel like they, um, I thought they only played yeah, every, every team. Every team only plays one Thursday night game, but somehow the Jaguars play four of them every season. The Jags so- do not play <laughs> one. I know and, for a fact. And the, uh, I feel like the commanders get, three or four in there too. Um, whoever, whoever's looking like they're going to get a top three pick whoa, is playing so a lot of Thursday night football. Whoa, next week is chiefs chargers. Maybe they're doing, they maybe now that Amazon's in control. Maybe now that Amazon's, in I control, think they just front loaded by well, October. Browns, we're going to be like, uh. yeah, Brown Steelers by week three. I don't know if I'm going to care about that. 
Bengals, that's, Dolphins. That's a good game. Those are, those are all good games so far. Bengals, Dolphins, Colts, Char- or Colts, Broncos. Little all horse on horse matchup. Those are oh, all here we go. Playoff here we go, though. Here we go. Five Week in a six. Row. Commanders at Bears. Who wants to watch oh, that? God. They oh. love. Why do the Bears always play a fucking primetime game against Washington? That's like yeah. a that's like an annual Saints thing. Cardinals. Saints Cardinals. Ravens Bucks. Uh, Eagles Texans. Falcons Panthers. Titans Packers. Bills Pats. Damn. Raiders. Rams. Rams got two this year. Interesting. Niners, Seahawks. Oh, here we go. Jacksonville. There we go. Jacksonville versus the Jets. Week six. Just a a stretch of a stretch of four straight Thursday nighters for Jacksonville. (laughs) Short week. Short week. Uh, Yeah, I mean that sounds like the best Thursday night schedule I've heard. That's maybe the best one I've ever seen. And then we end with Dallas, Tennessee. So I think only three of those might have been junk. But I'm excited to tune in tonight. Yeah, and. I got the Rams. Marty, yeah. you on the Rams too? Yeah, I got. I'm on the Rams. Yeah. Should we go a consensus so, quake here? Yeah, get yeah, get them in. You got. Out. You got it. You got eight minutes. So. You know what? I'm checking. One. I got, got some the free. We got play. the first. We got the OG three you, back in. We'll ride. We'll ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll you. I'll do that boost that uh seven point cash on uh, was that DraftKings? Yeah, yeah. All any right. team to take a seven-point lead, so it's like you're pretty much betting on who's going to strike first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. or go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, everyone. I hope you enjoy big, this Thursday night big, kickoff. Big weekend of football. Ahead. Uh, huge, biggest weekend Woo-hoo. of football of the. I will actually. I will yeah, be. The li- I'll actually be going to a game on Saturday. My buddy Marty McGovern is playing for Loris up in uh, at Benedictine. Up and I think that's Lyle or Naperville. So I'll be Naperville. attending. We'll be we, we have we have a booze bus heading down there. Let's go, McGon. Yeah, let's so, get her done. Oh yeah, all let's the get her all done. My, all my buddies are going to watch him. I've never seen him play in college, so get it done. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's good stuff. That's a great time. Well, uh, what's the mascot? Uh, Dewhawk. I don't know what that is. Let's go, Dewhawks, like huh? I guess it's like a playoff of hawk or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ah uh, well, sounds horrible. Let's go Rams. Let's go Dewhawks. All right, let's go We'll be back next week. Kirk Cousins had a good year. Quavo gets cooking.